Hello and welcome to the Do One Better podcast in philanthropy, sustainability, and social entrepreneurship. I am Alberto Ligi, your host from London. Please subscribe to the show. Please share with others. It makes a huge difference indeed. Today we're talking about the Roger Federer Foundation, and it's an absolute pleasure to welcome on board one of their board members and a personal friend, Sandra Giuliani. Ciao, Alberto. Sandra, why don't you tell us a little bit about the uh, the Roger Federer Foundation? It's uh, it's an amazing outfit, and love to find out more. Sure, um, uh, with pleasure. So I'm I'm relatively new with the foundation. Maybe just to, to start to, to to put it in the context, I'm there since since October, um, but I had the chance to really quickly learn um, about the focus of the foundation, which is really going into the school readiness. So it's really looking into the question, how does the transition from the early years, meaning the pre-primary or the school or the home-based education into the school system taking place? And how can um, how can um, tablets, how can teachers, how can parents support the transition of the kids into the school? Because we all know the way you start is the way you will further on thrive and develop. Um, it's even an SDG. It's the SDG 4.2 that is saying and that every child has the right to have one year of organized learning before going into school, and that every child should be developmentally on track before going into school. So by SD, be, yeah, and by SDG, we're talking about the UN Sustainable Development Goals for those who are maybe not as well-versed on that front. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's really a key topic, and this is the sole focus of the Roger Federer Foundation, um, because we learned that as a relatively small foundation, I mean, we are spending about 10 million a year, which is which is sizable, of course. But if you focus um, on Africa, if you focus on six countries in the southern part of Africa, um, you still need to make sure that you are not spreading yourself too thin. So we really wanted to make a difference in one sector. And we um, we chose um, the, the place where we can be the biggest lever for um, for the success of the learning of the kids can be the school readiness. Great. And the foundation was started uh, when? Was it started a long time ago? Well, the, the foundation was started in 2003 um, with projects in South Africa and Switzerland. As some of you might know, um, Roger has um, the mother of, of Roger is South African and the father is Swiss. So this is also the reason for the for the territorial focus, I would say. So Switzerland is always a focus of the foundation and South Africa at the beginning, then spreading out um to the to the broader broader region um, with additional countries um, in the region like um, Zimbabwe, like Zambia, like Malawi, um, like Namibia, um, exactly. Yeah, and you also do some work in Switzerland itself. We do also some work in Switzerland itself, of course, um, also again in the um, school readiness, making sure um, that the kids have a good start in school. So we focus all through um, on this topic. Mm. What's it like working with um, with such a team and with such a high profile uh, founder? Well, it, it's pretty pretty cool um, and and easy going. So it's um, Roger is the way he's playing tennis is also being um, um, a chair of the board. So he's the chair of the board. Um, so he's running the foundation strategically, um, quite hands on. He he really wants to make sure that we that we have a change um, in the in the regions where we're active. So it's not just working for, for somebody that is, is known in the public. It's really working with a philanthropist that wants to make a difference for the life of the kids. And this is where you have directly a common basis. You directly start talking about the same things. You talk professionally. You talk about changing lives of kids. Um, and this is at eye level and is a lot of fun 
um, to be able to, um, and it's also a privilege to be able to to guide a bit the work, to 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 give some some counsels and some inputs from from the experience I, I could gather in the last twenty years. Absolutely, it must be incredibly rewarding. Absolutely, um, and that's why um, um, I really said um, I would like to take also the time to not to be a. A passive board member, but be as close as possible to support also the, the executive team. We have a tremendous executive director um, with um, with Janine Handel that is running the foundation since since ten years. So she has basically set up the foundation with a very lean management team. It's only two people in Zurich um, and three colleagues in South Africa. So we wow. really run on a very lean basis, um, and it's just great and um, to be. To be um, an, an exchange partner of Janine and to jointly think about how that we can make the, um, the the impact in the work of the foundation even even bigger and stronger in the future to come. Excellent. Is there much by way of um, uh, trips to the front lines? Well, maybe the approach that we are taking, and this is why I like it so much. So school readiness, basically, it's about how can you support teachers, educators to prepare kids better for school in the early childhood centers or in the in the first class of school. And so we are really um, community-based in the communities in these countries, really going, working with the, with the teachers themselves. Of course, through their partner organizations, we are not an implementing organization. So we work with local partners directly in the schools, in the communities, already reach more than a million kids. Um, so that's one, to be really close at the front line, um, at the communities, working with the kids. The other side is um, using and enhancing technology. Um, so it's um, the, one of the, the, the key and cool products we have, I feel at least, is the early learning kiosk, which is a tablet-based offline app um, that is um, used by the pre-primary educators to, on the one side, train themselves um, with a, pre, with a peer, um, peer group and self-guided um, 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 tool that is just giving them tips on how that they can work together with teachers, with educators, to, to, to be more more um, interactive with the kids to really engage the kids in the learning. So it's, uh, it's an online and, and tablet-based um, um, education um, for that educators. The second one, it's called the child steps. It's really helping the teachers to assess the development of the child. Because if I said um, every child has the right to be developmentally on track, you need to define what is developmentally on track. Um, you need to have the sub-indicators of, of that. And then you, it's the question, how can you support the kid in the domains, be it physical, be it mental, be it social? Um, so it has a lot of very um, hands-on practical tips for the teacher how to work interactively with the, with the kid. Um, and being a tablet-based solution, um, this is really easy to spread. It's really um, um, able to be scaled to other regions, to other countries, to other mm -hmm. um, groups of teachers. So it's really the mix of being very much on, on the side, very much um, grassroots oriented in the communities, and the other side having um, a digital tool to help spread uh, much more and, and scale um, as fast as possible. Was it difficult um, developing this, uh, this online uh, education technology platform? Um, well, it took. It, we're still in the midst of the development, so it's, we are just testing it at the moment with 5,000 teachers. Um, so it was Excellent. developed to, together with local universities, together with the partners that we are collaborating since years. So it's really um, basically compiling the experiences of the last 10 years of the Roger Federer Foundation and the local partners in putting it together, systematizing it and, and putting it online um, so that everybody can use it. 
we are not yet at the level that we say um, that we are do active promotion for it. Um, people can download it. That's not a problem. Early learning kiosk. Um, but um, once we feel that this is really at the level that uh, we can fully stand behind it and all bugs are, are solved, of course, we would like to also set up a platform to, to spread it out throughout um, the continent and make sure that um, as many kids as possible um, can, can benefit from it. So it's the early learning kiosk and you can download this on both iPhone uh, and Android? And, on, and Android on, on Google. Right, right, right. And when do you expect the, the pilot phase with these 5,000 teachers? When do you expect that to come to a conclusion? And, uh, and what are the sort of metrics that you're looking to uh, hopefully see um, develop positively? Well, um, I would say it's, it's for sure a year more, um, maybe even a bit more. I would say it's for sure a year more. Um, the metrics will be, well, first is how are the teachers using it? So how, how, how strong is the uptake in the teaching? How strong is the uptake in taking the, the course? So the training course. Right. Um, then the second one, of course, is how is teaching changed? So we will also measure um, the way that the, the teaching practice with the kids has changed. And the third one, of course, on the impact level, um, we are tracing um, repetition um, and school entry um, 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 the, the the question of dropout of school. So the, at the end of the day, the learning of the kid. But this will take longer to really have strong impact on the learning side. We are happy if within a year we have strong outcomes on the competence of the teachers. Um, and if we feel that this is working well um, and that the technology behind the tablet is really running smoothly, that the tablets um, from the hardware to the software are running smoothly. Um, tablet is about $150 um, per, per device. Usually you use two teachers, use one device together. Um, and so we just want to make sure that this, this package is really stable and working well. Um, and then that's why I say more or less in one, one and a half years, we feel we hope to be in a position and to really um, promote this much, much broader and to see which partners would like to help us scale this in, in many more regions in the and countries in, in Africa. That's great. I mean, you, you are in an enviable position, I guess, in terms of uh, you're, you're doing the, the rigorous um, analysis and, you know, the whole development. But also then if you see everything unfolding favorably, you're also you have such a strong brand name and personality that you'd be able to uh, to get the attention of policymakers in the region and uh, and be able to get people to embrace it. That's that's exactly the point, and this is why in the strategy we we try to say quite quite clearly: um, let's first make sure that we really build something where excellence is behind and where we feel this is great, and then use the power of of Roger, of course. I mean, if Roger Federer is promoting this, if he's a meeting with a president in a country, this makes of course a big difference. But we don't want to go out and, and promote something that is not of high quality because um, Roger is high quality, Switzerland is high quality. So first, let's do the things right. And once they are they are at the, the right level, then use the, the power of the brain, the power of Roger to try to spread this out much broader. Yeah. I guess also with, the, um, with this whole COVID-19 crisis, um, education technology or ed tech is coming to the front, to the forefront a lot more these days and you know if, if 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 you have to have social distancing or kids out of school for prolonged periods of time again these sort of platforms are 
are going to be the future, right? In terms of being able to give you that reach and ensure kids are still learning, even if absolutely. they're not. Absolutely. This this tool here specifically is more directed that we make sure that the teachers also maintain their competence and learn while um, being in remote in remote um, um, circumstances. That's that's the one. The other, of course, is the direct um, online supports for kids um, that they can learn. The online learning course, however, does not offer a direct tool for the kid. It really offers a direct um, tool for the teacher. So the, the mm -hmm. focus group really is the teacher and the, then applies this with the kid. So it still, it. Needs, it still needs physical presence um, of the teacher and the kid um, mm -hmm. in, a, in an environment. Mm -hmm. But what we could do is really to, to make sure that the, the teachers could use the time to, to upskill their, 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 um, their competence in, in many fields. So they could really speed up taking the courses so that when they go back to school, um, they, are, they are at a higher competence level. So you can also use, of course, um, this as a, as, a, as a strength and as an asset um, in, right. in remote periods. Yeah. So there's a strong focus here then on workforce, on teacher workforce, teacher quality, teaching quality. Absolutely, absolutely. Because uh, we feel, um, and I personally feel this is key, we need to use technology to, to strengthen the role of the teacher, but we should not use technology to 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 um, circumvent or or or, or make the, the role of the teacher less important. Because at the end, we are social, we are social beings, we are humans, and we learn from the interaction with with the teacher. So mm -hmm. for us, it's really key that we are not side sidelining or setting up a, a path around the teacher, but that you, we use technology to strengthen the role of the teacher and the interaction. And this is for teachers across all age brackets, or, or? no? It's, so it's really across. So for the kids between four and six, mm -hmm. so it's either the teachers that are working in in toddler groups, in ECD centers, in pre-primary classes, so ECD early childhood development centers that are working in preschool groups, or that are working in primary school grade one and two. So it's really for for the educators workforce that are dealing with kids between four and six so that's that's the target that's the, the focus group um of, of our work because it's about school readiness it's about supporting the kid to enter school at the beginning of, of his um, learning career let's say fascinating it's interesting how the roger federer foundation doesn't really do anything about tennis it's about education well, for sure. I mean, um, Roger plays tennis himself, so I think he doesn't <laughs> need the foundation for that. So we really would like to make sure that um, um, that that we promote and that we give an important input in a better society and in a better world. And why why not start with the kids and their learning, which we feel is probably one of the biggest leverage leverage factors you could have. And in starting in Southern Africa, for sure, also is not not the wrong place to to try sure. to make a difference. It's amazing how you have such a small, lean team, and yet the reach and the impact is, is quite significant. I was reading one of your um, reports. You, you, you've engaged or you've reached 1.5 million children yeah. who have benefited yeah. from this. What's the, um, what's the key thing that you guys are really excited about um, for the next few years? Is it making sure that is, is, this, is it this platform, this education yeah. technology platform, the main thing that's uh, on everybody's mind right now at the foundation? I would say it is. I would say this is the the platform for scale. Um, so this is really where we are excited about how can we reach not million, one million of kids, but but many, many, many more. 
through partners, of course. It would not be the Roger Federer Foundation working in Kenya, Uganda, um, and 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 um, Sudan. But of course, we will try to partner with organizations which are active in the other 37 countries of of the continent, and to make sure that through their program, through their channels, and this. And this platform, if it is a viable one, can be used. So it's really about leveraging it through strategic partners because we will stay lean. Um, I think you're better the mosquito in the room than the elephant mm. uh, because the impact sometimes is much higher. Um, and so we really would like to be to be lean and make sure that um, our energy is, is invested in creating a quality product and then find the right partners, find the right um, um, the right angles to, to, to scale it and to leverage it, but not through our structure. So we will never be a 50-person or a 100-person foundation. We will always stay um, as lean as possible. Mm-hmm. Do, you, uh, do you accept support from external stakeholders? Are, are you uh, openly fundraising, uh, or, is, or is the foundation just doing its own thing without uh, seeking any funds from outside? No, I would say um, well. First, we do um, we don't need addition. We don't need third-party money to do our work. So it's really um, it's through Rogers um, Rogers um, capital at the end of the day, and then through his um, his power that he has also to, to raise funds and through his um, sponsors um, that we are um, that we are um, set up as a foundation. But of course, then as we said, with partners you can reach more. So of course we um, we are open um, to have um, third-party contributions in specific projects for specific causes. Mm-hmm. I would not say that we are on the fundraising market, um, but we are on the partnership market. So um, there are many projects where we um, collaborate um, with foundations or with private philanthropists that are matching the forces to create more um, and and a higher impact. So yes, on that side we are very much out for for partnership. Great. So ultimately, you're looking for quality, you're looking for scale, you're focusing a lot on this target 4.2 of the sustainable development goals, and you're, you're coming up with the, the product and the innovation, but really you're looking for partners who would ultimately help you execute and deploy um, this sort of knowledge-based uh, solution to a really big, broad audience. Exactly. And maybe the the... the, the additional element we we really partner also for the implementation with locally rooted and professional and knowledge partners in the communities in the countries so we um, we really feel that um, it is the organizations um, on the spot that know how to to tackle um, the, the work with the teachers with the local authorities so we are there quite 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 hands off um, as a foundation and really partner with the right local organizations to, to do the implementation must be difficult to do, right? To identify the right organizations on the <laughs> Well, right is always a difficult concept, but I would say this is the region, the reason why we have we have more staff um, in South Africa than in Switzerland. Mm. So with three to three to four um, program managers in South Africa, we try to be close enough to the partners to ident- identify the right partners, to support the right partners, and to support them in monitoring so that we know what's going on. So we... Um, only from Switzerland, it would be quite difficult, I would say. But by having an office in South Africa, which I, th- I would say was open probably more or less four to five years ago, um, this was a game changer because then you're much closer, of course, to, um, to the work that is happening um, um, on site. Um, and I would say this was a, a wise and right decision to take. Mm. And on the international side, with these you know large global partners, 
uh, without speaking out of turn, but perhaps the likes of Dubai Cares or Jacobs Foundation, it's sort of those sort of outfits that you might be looking to? Um, no, we have, of course, we are um, um, now the two that you named are not directly one to, well, in Switzerland, we work closely with Jacobs. Mm-hmm. So in the Swiss, we just spoke now a lot about, about Africa. In Switzerland, we, we partner strongly with Jacobs because um, they are also focusing on the early years. So it's, 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 it's a natural um, collaboration. Um, internationally, we have a collaboration with the Botna Foundation, for example, which is also um, quite, quite a sizable, strong new um, foundation in Switzerland, in Basel. They are focusing on the health um, and, and child development. Um, then, so this is this is the size of, of partners we have with Dubai Care. So we could imagine, but we don't have yet a, right. a partnership on that front. Right. And on the corporate side, because there, there might be, or not there might be, I imagine there's quite a few opportunities there for, for people who are corporate uh, sponsors of Roger, uh, who then get involved on the philanthropy side as well. Yeah, it is a bit a tricky business. Um, I think it's key to have a clear separation between philanthropy and, and business. Mm-hmm. Um, and meaning um, also um, um, if, if, if you're a sponsor, you want something in return. If you're a philanthropist, you give um, and we want to create an impact. So we, um, as much as possible, we try to separate these lines. Um, to make sure that we don't have come into situations where we have conflict of interest or um, where also for Roger it's hard to navigate the two worlds. So ideally, um, we try to have the, the, the philanthropic world um, and work and being funded and not through direct um, and, and, and corporate relations. Yeah, yeah. Really fascinating stuff. Could yeah. be would be much easier to, to call to, to raise much more, but I think it's important to have a have a clear line there. Yeah. At any rate, it's much more than just the money, right? I mean, a lot of it is about the innovation, the thinking, the the dedication, not just about whether you could you could Absolutely. fund something. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, and I mean, on the collaboration side, they're, they're, um, and it, it's very open. So, for example, the, um, the, 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 the development of the, of the early learning kiosk at the beginning was in collaboration with um, one of the biggest Swiss philanthropists, um, which is Hans-Jörg Wies, um, mm-hmm. who, um, who is funding a lot of, of research institutions in the US, um, but also active in Switzerland. And with him together, we were starting the development of the early learning kiosk. So, of course, there are, there are close links um, to, to, to organizations and to people in that sector. Now, I have to tell you, I'm not a teacher myself, but I'm going to download this app to take a closer look at it. I imagine anyone listening to this who is a teacher uh, and they're welcome to download it and they could start benefiting from it, even though it's not, uh, it's still in beta. Sure, sure, of course. I mean, that's why we have it online. Um, um, and if there are um, um, great inputs and feedbacks um, on the way to use it, um, happy, happy also to receive um, feedback on, on the further development of it. What's the best way for people to send feedback? What's the best way for someone to uh, get in touch with the foundation? Um, well, the best way is through the management. So we have a management team composed by Janine Handel, who is um, the, the, the CEO of the foundation. And then we have um, on the on the let's say on the program side and, and the one that also was developing um, the whole tool, it's York. Um, so he's the, the really the specialist on the early learning kiosk. So I would say. Um, you you find them both on the on the on the website, and you can address directly probably to York. Probably York is the is 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 the di- direct and best partner to discuss this. Perfect, perfect. Well, Sandro, really wonderful talking to you about the uh, Roger Federer Foundation and and the amazing work that you guys are doing in education, and also this EdTech or education technology platform. 
I think um, really good luck with that pilot and those 5,000 teachers. I hope the, the feedback is really encouraging and positive and that ultimately you end up with the scale and uh, systemic change that you're, you're after. So thank you very much. And to our, to our audience, thank you so much for listening to the Do One Better podcast. Please subscribe and please share with others. It makes a huge difference indeed. Sandra, thank you very much. Thank you, Alberto. It was a true pleasure. Thank you a lot. Thank you for listening to the Do One Better podcast. If you want to find out more about our show, about our guests, additional links and resources, visit our website at liji.org. That's L-I-D-J-I dot org. And don't forget, success at the Do One Better podcast is about inspiring you to be more philanthropic, to think more about sustainability, and to embrace social entrepreneurship. Hopefully, these stories will encourage you to take action and change the world around you for the better. <music>